this fist. That hardcore hip, heavy head, red bang. Seneca, Avatar, modern day massacre Please buckle your seats, otherwise I got a strap for y'all This is my movement, join the Chuck Deuces Or change your careers and masseuses and start backing off My plan's always been the same since a youngin' Make moves and if I make mistakes, learn something from it I know it's dog eat dog, I do, I'll admit it But the world's a jungle, so I strive to be a lion in it Approach me, there's a coffin, you can lie up in it Cause my flow's tighter than fingers without the right is gripping I'm forever thrown short I can carry down. You don't understand, they can translate with that stone. Good is dropping records everywhere, but you ain't never known. Ladies see me different since I'm lifting, now I'm extra swole. Kids see me pay homage when I walk around and say that thing zone on the streets is what they talking about. Now I'm stay to all my compadres. Watch me do magic in the booth, it's an anomaly. Somewhere in Greece for economic holiday. It feel like high school when I'm rapping in the hallway. Honor me, that's the way you greet an MC properly. That is my philosophy, like KRS. I am still the one, ain't no one stopping me. Bet on your monopoly. Focus on the mojo of a nigga who go loco. Instead of focusing on a whack fucker who go so so. And if you lose focus, I got snaps on a petrol. I am AWACS and a G ride. Y'all on the metro. Me and Seneca. 211 on the MLM approach. We salute and we'll return them like we gentlemen. Two MCs. Back and forth like it's Wimbledon. Fly kites up north so much they think I'm Benjamin. Now I'm stay. What I'm serving on your entrees beyond great Go ahead, Grace, my Jones, this is Strange, Pompeii Paul Bearers carry you sideways My mind stays stretched from Nigeria to Zimbabwe I apologize I'm really not feeling you with the blase I'm all about peace while you keep increasing the crime rate My eyes blink, checking the watch, I'm thinking for time's sake I prophesize, displaying vision, speaking what God say Namaste <laughs> Welcome to the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and radio show infused with hip-hop. I am Wood. Made daily. With organic, farm-to-table, localized, neuralized, sterilized, scotch-guarded for 2020 repellent, available online, shipped via Amazon, not available on Sundays, but now available on thebeastradio.com. Broken Pencil Logic. You stay classy, Internet. I'm Suave Burgundy. Happy New Year, Suave. 
Thank you very much. Happy New Year to you and yours as well. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yeah, to play when you're coming off the top rope in the new year. Today is Thursday, January the 6th. Yeah, my Lord. Yeah, of our Lord. I said, yeah, of our Lord. Yeah, of our Lord. 20 and 22. Hey, man. Shout out to Corey Graves. <laughs> Reading my mind. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Keep listening, Corey. Hey, we appreciate hey. you. Shout out, shout out to our friends in, in WWE social media who always tend to throw us a, a alley oop every so often. Shout out to Corey Graves, who we we are now convinced is a pencil pusher. The Stanford Supermax. The Stanford Supermax is pencil pushes. <laughs> We appreciate y'all listening behind bars. You know what I'm saying? They sneaking in uh, smart devices and listening to outside free world content. They they got the modular devices to put them together behind closed doors. You know what I'm saying? Free free world steak and shrimp, baby. And I I was wondering what those anonymous subscriptions were. Mystery solved. (laughs) Yo, I mean, it, it lines up with everything we've ever been told and just so happens, you know. During the the routine sweep, they found some shit they like. <laughs> Yo, we kicked the show off with uh, a record called Namaste featuring uh, Danger One on the Cuts, uh, Do It All, Do Kelly from Lords of the Underground, soon to be mayor, the next mayor of Newark, New Jersey, and also the uh, the now late great Seneca the Misfit, uh, who we lost on Monday, December twentieth, twenty twenty one. Uh, right before the Christmas uh, Christmas season in, in the new year uh, My thoughts and prayers Are with the family The majority of the music that I have Production on features him That's out there in, in the sphere uh, So it's a hell of a loss for, for me And for my family But at the same time We have way, th- That man has and, I, and I'm not even bullshit when I say this swab, That man has more music in the catalog That, no, that he has not heard than most people have already released um it, for, for people that have had 20 25 year careers he's got that much more music in the clip um a lot of it you will hear some of it you'll never hear and the majority of it is in my possession and also into my man um and his dj dark fader dj dark fader's uh, possession and we will be doing our best to get it out there for the people in in its best form possible so this episode specifically is dedicated to the memory the life and legacy the beats and rhymes of one Seneca the Misfit and let's just keep this shit moving the only way we can BPBC style now we got a lot <laughs> so man where where do we begin we had day one with a brand with a brand new main event <laughs> I, I do not understand how the calculations were made that were made on day one. We also had hold, hold on before before we get too deep into day one. Now, I mean, there's there's a bevy of things. We had Big uh, Swole contract expiring from AEW, which apparently seems to be the first of the one of the originals whose contract expired, but not without uh, some degree of controversy. Um, we've also had our first release post long release list after Christmas which was Tony Storm which also <laughs> Tony said fuck you I'm going home <laughs> which all which also 
uh, was Screw you guys. I'm going home. It, it was it was the the catalyst. I can't say it was a catalyst, but there was more releases that happened after her release from WWE. So yes, we're on another round of releases from WWE. I mean, like we, we where 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 do we start? Them, oh. Just, just pick pick one. We'll start with it. We won't even run through everything we have. We just we'll get there like we normally do. Pick one to start with, because it's a lot of it's a lot of foul shit in the air. It's a lot of it's a lot of um, moving parts. A lot of things that we air quotes don't understand yet. So just pick one. Throw a dart. Chris Jericho. Okay, somebody lost their fucking mind <laughs> and decided and decided to write an article that said Chris Jericho was the greatest of all time. And I'm like, okay, we've done goat talks, but see, our goat talks are just basically giving you your flowers, saying that you have had what some would concern, con- concede is a Hall of Fame career, or just it's giving someone their flowers for their greatness and not, not, for, not actually not crowning for nothing. them. They'll say not for nothing. The very first goat talk we had was on Chris Jericho. Be that as it may, but not <laughs> crowning you the greatest performer of all time. I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck how long he's been wrestling. <laughs> I'm never going to co-sign that because I've seen people I hold in higher regard. Mm, mm, mm. Like Okay, outside influences and, and shit that happens elsewhere be damned. If we're only talking about the stuff that goes on inside the ropes, Richard Fleer is 10 times better than Christopher Jericho. Fuck what you got going on. <laughs> Bret Hart, better. Stone Cold Steve Austin, better. The Rock, better. Triple H, better. Shawn Michaels, Way better. We're, we, we're, How many more of these do you want? Great Muda. Better. Better. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe not as great on the resume side on in America, but overall, better. man, you can better. You can. <laughs> I, I'll watch a mixtape of Great Muda matches before I watch a mixtape of Chris Jericho matches. This is exactly my point. And and you're not only that, you just made a mixtape of people better than Jericho. <laughs> Yes, I'm like, and I hate for it to sound like being disrespectful, but hey, like, look, hey, Brian Danielson, better, better, yes, <laughs> right now, better, right now, better. <laughs> Fuck what you got going on. Oh man, Brock Lesnar, better. <laughs> Randy Orton, better. Oh man, and you don't even want to talk about Orton. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. You just made, now you just made an album. You just made an album. <laughs> this is what I hate about the new the the new era of internet wrestling community. Like, there's this undying need to try to say say something that is opinion, but argue it as fact to the point that you will personally attack anyone who doesn't think the way you do about it. <laughs> and I'm like, where the fuck does this audacity come from? Like, what? they're mixing audacity and oxygen and just making some sort of really, really ignorant cocktail. Well, the same vitriol you have right now is the same vitriol that Richard Fleer had when he caught wind of this article. As he should. <laughs> Randy Savage, better. <laughs> Don't stop. Keep going, Don't. God. Owen Hart, better. 
Mankind, Mick <laughs> Foley, better. Oh man. <laughs> the Eddie, Undertaker, better. Eddie Guerrero, better. Better. <laughs> he who shall not be named, better. <laughs> Kurt Angle, better. Samoa Joe, better. better. <laughs> AJ Styles, better. Walter, better. <laughs> Shit. Jay, Jay Lethal, better. better. <laughs> Like y'all gotta hey look stop this shit bro I understand everybody got a soft spot for somebody cool totally understand oh sting better <laughs> but what you not gonna do is sit around here and disrespect the lineage and all of the the performers who really puts put numbers on the board like okay cool fuck it Dustin Rhodes wow better. Five decades. (laughs) Ricky Steamboat. Better. Terry Funk. Better. Way better. (laughs) Fucking way better. Terry Funk, the wrestler, not even Terry Funk, the hardcore legend. Uh, I mean, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. If, I get it, but no, no, you no, you're not gonna be able to. You're not gonna be able to sell that shit to me. <laughs> you can sell it. To, you can sell it to some of these other people who just like they drawn lines in the sand and just picked a side as far as what wrestling they're gonna support, and they start to treat it like people treat politics. It's like no, all this shit's entertainment. I'll find I'll find something that entertains me on whatever show I'm watching. So, and if I don't, I'll stop watching it. NXT. <laughs> so, That's how this shit works. I, I bring I bring all that up simply because we needed we needed some some ammunition to go off of um to go into the next topic, which is Big Swole. Ariel Hole. Ariel Hole Alexander. Okay. Um Okay. Big Swole was released. Well, I'm sorry, her contract expired from AEW. She opted not to resign. She opted not to resign, and then I, and while opting not to resign, she decided to blow smoke, if you will. And she decided to shed light on on her exit meeting. And some of the deal, some of the details in that meeting had to deal with her thinking that or her expressing that the company that she was formerly working for wasn't diverse enough we can really stop right there because diversity has a bunch of different looks I've said this on numerous occasions you can have three men of the exact same age of the exact same race and be uh, be diverse. You, you, you I just got thrown off. <laughs> Diverse, <laughs> diversity, much like beauty, is in the eye of the beholder. Yes, indeed. And uh, so, in this particular situation, if you look at the composition of AEW's roster, they probably couldn't be more diverse. Let's start with the it, top. Let's start with the top. Tony Khan and Mega, both of 
uh, brown descent. Is this gonna be a thing? Because when he went, I know Tony Khan is brown, but when he referred to himself as brown, I was like, "What the fuck are we doing?" Like, to my knowledge, brown is south of the border, not around, not halfway around the globe. Uh, but you, you can't, you can't. That's uh, that's okay. I'll let him you fight. Can't, you can't, you can't exclude or discriminate. I, now, I, I know what we, I know what we, we refer to as brown. And shout out to a lighter shade of brown. Yes. But yeah, I'll I'll let him I'll let him choose his own hill. Um, the biggest story coming out of AEW when they opened up his doors was the fact that you had your first uh, trans woman uh, professional wrestler, openly trans woman professional wrestler. On their roster and a main event capacity, who also happens to be Nyla native, Rose. who also happens to be Native American, who also happens to be African American. Like, are you kidding me? Like, like you, you like, checked a whole lot of boxes with one person. One person. Uh, then there's then there's Sunny Kiss. There's also uh, Anthony uh, Anthony Bowens, uh, uh Max Caster. Yeah. Um, yeah. You also have uh well, well and actually you can say Anthony Bowens too for not not for, not for the same reason, but yeah. Um in uh Kip, wasn't Kip Sabian one of those who checked a bunch of boxes? Kip Sabian's one. Um how about the fact that you're incorporating New Japan Pro Wrestling? Like, is that not diverse enough for their first women's champion is of Japanese descent? Are you kidding me? Well, there, and there's a reason for that, but you're, yes, you're, continue. Your first tag team champion, one of them, African American. Which, in in speaking of diversity, like we've always argued that that particular individual, Scorpio Sky, was not getting enough um, enough shine, enough shine, enough enough airplay, enough television time, which. Enough ring time, and to be perfectly honest, I still feel that way. No doubt, he's on he's on television more often, but he's like you know, he's the he's the third wheel with America Top Team when Lambert and and Page are in the ring. And Lambert is taking away all of his microphone time. He's st- he's still holding that brass ring that he won sometime last year, figuring out what this, he's gonna this, do. The, with this, it. the Sonic Invitational, yes. <laughs> the Sonic Green Invitational, Doctor Robotnik Cup. <laughs> so it, there are a lot of people on this roster that are not of. They are not of common stock. So it's not the composition of said roster, and it's arguable that you know the. The use of said roster could have splat more splashes of diversity, but truth be told, even that, like you got you have to put the best performers you have on television. Now everybody can't go. Now, here is where I kind of have an issue with Tony Khan. Tony Khan has never wrestled. Has never been inside of a wrestling ring in a, in a, in a, in a, in a competitive capacity. To my knowledge, well, at, at least on TV, I don't know what's happening, but you know, at, at the training facilities. But that's neither here nor there. He might have tried it out just to see what it felt like. But nah, yeah, nah. Post Big Swole's comments, he goes public and says, and I'm paraphrasing, that he didn't feel that she was good enough. 
gave her the canyon treatment. So as a as a non-wrestler who's an executive, what is the bar for a quote unquote good enough? Is it the fact that you think that she that she tried to burn the house down so you came back with that statement? Because the best the best defense on that one would have been silence. Didn't I tell you a, a, a while ago when when Kanos got into this whole I respond to everything on Twitter that this was going to backfire at some point? Is this it? All, all that jumping outside and beefing with Vincent and, and beefing with his kayfabe cousin and just, you know, being being that guy that shoots back at everyone. I said, this is going to be this is going to be a problem at some point and this may have been it because you put your foot in your mouth a little bit you were going to re-sign Swole if Swole had agreed to terms you would have been totally happy re-signing Big Swole and and continuing forward in her development so she can't be that bad now how about this because you've you've already invested time into her almost three years almost three years um, and you were going to re-sign her she's been in title matches she's she occupied a lot of television she occupied as much television in 2020 as Britt Baker I'm saying speaking of she had one of her best matches which wasn't to me was not a good match um, was against Britt Baker so I mean there's been an investment now obviously since Britt Baker has you know taken a, a quantum leap character wise and in ring she is where she is and I would argue even she doesn't get enough television time as far as you know being able to showcase the fact that she's over over but being the champion of her caliber she should not be on uh, Rampage unless she's trying to be responsible for building the Rampage brand I do feel I do feel like that should have been you know that spot where you can feature it's a one hour show feature the most over people that are on like that second tier right the upper mid card yes so you would have a women's title defense every week Uh, you would have the TNT champion work the main event or basically they trade one week the TNT championship is the opening match the next week, the, the TNT Championship is the main event, and swap back and forth with the women's title. So the, t- the, t- then, the, the women's title or, or the TBS Championship? Well, e- either or. E- okay, there we go. However you want to do it, a championship should be featured on Rampage in the first match and the last match. Sprinkle in a tag title defense here and there, but make it so it matters that you watch that. Yes, yes. But obviously, that's not the way things have happened. Yada yada yada, but in the case of Swole, feeling like one wasn't getting enough exposure, but also there isn't. Well, she her argument is that there wasn't any structure in the sense that she essentially admitted that she's not creative in that way. Well, right, she, as far so, as her character's concerned, yeah, so she apparently had pitched a, a few different ideas, and the ideas got shot down. So if you're pitching ideas and they keep getting shot down, 
Chances are there's a problem with the idea. Or, or, because you're in this position where you're not being put on, you know, main television, you're doing a lot of this stuff on YouTube, fuck it. Just go out there and do it. Fuck, fuck pitching the idea. Go out on television and do it. If it, well, not television, but go well, out no, there one, on street. One of, the, one of the things was a 10-woman tag match. That, like that we need a 10 per like we need any more 10 person tag matches in AEW. That is not a revolutionary concept. Now, now think about this, Wav. What are the odds of you having a, a match that includes 10 people that you put on TV, but you only have six people with viable storylines that actually that happen to this match? You have four people that are question marks in it. What would you do? What would happen to that match? That change the channel, or that would probably get scrapped. How about scrapped? Yeah. Because we never saw it, did we? It's, anyway, all I'm saying is, if you had, a, it's it's it can't be both. It's either you want writers to help you, or you have your own ideas that you're pitching. And at some point, if the people that are supposed to be listening to these ideas that you're pitching aren't latching onto it, the 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 phrase that we use a lot, I can show you better than I can tell you. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe your pitch game is trash. Maybe the idea is not trash. Maybe your pitch game is trash. And maybe, possibly, you would do better just to show them what you're talking about and then go from there. So it's YouTube. Now, from there, we have an advocate on the side of Big Swole by the name of Leo Rush, who basically put out a one word tweet to Tony Khan, apologize. For all the things that Big Swole had said that he that she accused Tony Khan of, Leo Rush was animated in his response by saying apologize, feeling that Tony Khan owed her an apology for the treatment or mistreatment of Big Swole. Why does everybody have to handle their personal business or grievances over the airwaves on Twitter? Well, he These are all private conversations that could have been had. Like, he Swole had an exit exit interview to discuss this, so why take that outside business and make it everybody else's business? He also doubled down. Leo did, and with another tweet saying something about something to the effect of being "quote unquote" mad as fuck right now. Why? Why are you mad as fuck? Perceived slight. Okay. A couple of hours Be after. because because CEO. Kano's put his foot in his mouth and then if I'm wanting to respond to everything and everyone and apparently so did Leo Rush because a few hours after that tweet was a long letter of uh, let's just all get along and do what we can to support one another and help grow the differences and make the differences not be so widespread within the organization he Par got that call par paraphrasing by the way I'll land this plane with some comments from a person that you wouldn't expect to respond to this. This is from Powerhouse Hobbs. And this pretty much sums it all up. And I have a newfound respect from Hobbs after this. Quote, there is so much that goes into AEW that those online don't see. It often flies under the radar that Tony and Mega are people of color and having them in charge of AEW represents progress for pro wrestling. I see firsthand how hard they're working to make wrestling more diverse. 
I want you all to know that I consider Tony and Meg a family, and I'm disappointed to see their efforts are dismissed. People have no no idea the time and effort it takes to put shows on and make AEW an open environment where people like me are seen and heard. Mind you, Powerhouse Hobbs, African American. Tony, so, go ahead. Tony works hand in hand with people of color on the roster all the time about their story ideas, input, matches, etc. Not every idea will work, but every idea is listened to and valued. My personal voice has been heard, and I've had in, I've had in, input for many of my opportunities. As a black male, I plan on using my voice to do what I can to make sure that this company is diverse. I'm also aware that diversity comes in many forms, women, black, Latinx, East, East Asian, South Asian, Southeast Asian, LT, LGBTQ+, and more. The more diversity, equity, and inclusion we can build in wrestling, the more fans we can engage with and the more fun we can all have together. AEW is a, long, is a young company led by people of color heading in the right direction i'm proud to be part of, of the moment of that momentum and i know my colleagues stand beside me when i say that that plane so, couldn't be couldn't be landed any firmer on the tarmac so the so at the end of it all the guy the person who comes out looking the best is the guy who hasn't been on television consistently in like 12 weeks I bet that changes. <laughs> I'm certain of it, but it, it oh, dude, it, then to, to, to not throw salt in the wound, but to, to finish that, to finish off the alley-oop, now Jay Cargill is the TBS women's champion. So it's like, because that was another thing that came up. And she and About, she uh, and she called that weeks ago too. She said she was going to change the title and make it from the TBS Women's Title to that bitch show. I mean, we saw this coming. She looks like a fucking superhero. Shouts out to Storm. Period. She, she, she is that person that if you were going to do press runs and send people out to be seen and and represent the brand, you want someone who looks like that. She's friends with Shaq. She's an ex. Uh, Ex uh, basketball player, um, Insta Instagram fitness fit model. You know, obviously done fitness model work. I want to say she's she, her her actual body's been used as a, a character skin for Call of Duty. Like, she's very a, a very viable asset to the brand. She's a she's a walking money bag. Now in the <laughs> ring, she might be maybe another year or so from being ready yeah that's that's the word i'm looking for but there's denying that there is money right there she's walking money now people who, who watch the tournament and and were more focused on the in-ring wrestling idea of it i'm sure they wanted different matchups they wanted a different final but when you're looking at you're establishing the secondary title the who else were you going to put in that position that was actually going to be able to carry television segments I don't because I, I don't know representation I, matters and the fact that she actually has a uh, a manager quote unquote helps her because she doesn't have to stumble over her words all she needs to do is get in one or two lines that's it all the heavy all the heavy lifting on the microphone can be done with her manager that's it um, I mean now you got Mercedes Martinez as like a henchman it's like okay cool you can you can disguise enough of this to where 
We've seen it. We've we've seen it with Goldberg. You can mask shit enough to get somebody where they need to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, am I saying Jay Cargill's the female Goldberg? Not exactly. Not, no, no, not at all. By no stretch of the imagination am I saying that. But I'm saying there is a blueprint to do this with someone who is not as experienced but has the look and serves a purpose. But then you do that and then the whole argument about um, where Swole made a statement where her daughter doesn't see people that look like her, which... Uh, oh, I mean... Hmm. you. You got Red Velvet. You have Brandy Rhodes. You have Jay Cargill. Um, like carrying a championship is one thing, but saying that you just don't see them. First of all, and I'm not trying to discount the the stock of like how old is her daughter? Is like six or seven? I don't know. Either way, how how are you saying like how are you taking the words of a child and saying that they don't see these things? When unless you're talking about putting the literal form, like I don't see people. Uh, that, that- who, no cap, that shit reminds me of like uh, you see the meme that goes around, and it'll be like a it'll be a chick, and it'll it's a meme, but they'll write out I'm standing in line with my two year old son, ready to buy Jordans, and he said, well why don't you take this money and start an LLC? Like what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> why are you lying? <laughs> That's what it makes me think of. Like no, no that, which, kid which, says this which, shit. Which is all cap. <laughs> that is nothing all, but all cap. cap all cap as someone as a father of a five-year-old girl who watches and loves wrestling amongst other things i have never heard anything that remotely sounds like that yeah yeah at any rate nothing th- this is where we are right now um so not not to slide on anything shouts out to jay cargill for winning the tbs women's championship uh, well, I guess it would be the TBS championship, considering it's four women anyway. So there's that. Not like we're ever gonna have a TBS. Tony, put your, Conos, put your fucking thumbs up. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Everything does not require a response. I know you won, you won shooting back at Fox News. You've won a couple of other Twitter wars. Not everything deserves a public response, especially when you get personal with house business. Speaking of getting personal with house business. Lately, we've seen Westside Gun pop up on AEW programming. It has just come announced. Boom! boom, 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 boom. It has just become public that any damn near all of Westside Gun's material that has been released that that contains samples of of uh, matches or work owned by WWE have been flagged on YouTube for copyright infringement. Sad change of turn of events. <laughs> oh, so, oh so what's man! His, what's his face? Kind of. So what's his face? Ended up kind of winning in the end. Uh, what, I don't remember his name. You talking about the, was, the, it Greg, the, was it Greg Hamilton? The, yes. <laughs> Bitch. That guy. Yeah, you know how we feel Did about. Did he ever get his money? No. You, you know, you know, fool. You know, fool. I well. was being for. I was being facetious. You know, I know damn well he didn't get no money. Uh, you were going to drown before you got them 20 bands. We're going we gonna to keep riding for Griselda, though, because uh, like where, wherever the hip-hop goes is where we go. <laughs> where the gang goes, True. the gang goes. All you did was make it easier for, for Westside Gun to not patronize you <laughs> and to establish a relationship with 
you 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 showed up. This brown brain trust in Jacksonville. This man showed up at two back to back pay per views for WWE and then came to regular TV in New York for AEW. Like, <laughs> tell him where he can't go. I, look, if, <laughs> if you didn't count, if you didn't count me these tickets, then shut the fuck up. I'm spending my own money. I go where I want to go. If I want to be seen on AEW television and I bought these front row seats, suck me. If I bought front row seats with two chains to sit at SummerSlam, that's my fucking business. You can't tell me who I can and can't have dealings with. We not in a relationship. We ain't fucking. What are you doing? Oh like, man. Dead ass. Like we don't we don't have any sort of a working relationship. We should. You want access to the hip hop community? Okay, cool. Let's let's sit down and talk turkey. Otherwise, leave me the fuck alone about where I decide to go. <laughs> uh, and as we proceed, speaking of going where you want to go, Tony Storm decided she want to go home. They uh WWE called her to uh, <laughs> Tony Storm pulled the AB before AB pulled the AB. Tony Storm was called to to come into a match that she wasn't even scheduled for at a house show. I believe it was in Baltimore, and which is forty five minutes from DC. Driving Anymore. that is, and uh, so she she came and participated in a at a match against Sasha Banks and Chick Flair, and immediately afterwards flew herself home. Um, where because I think I'm I believe with this shit. I, if I'm not mistaken, she was scheduled to be at the DC show. Anyway, and they called her up to be, to work the Baltimore show, which I can understand that, that. Like morning. if you if you really needed it, but why do you need a third leg of a match that's the quality of Sasha Banks versus Chick Flair anyway? Especially if that's in a house show, somebody got to take the L. So you want so you want to protect that you want to protect the the body of work by bringing in somebody who has already taken the L, but also has given the L. Yes, yeah. especially if it's. You're leaning towards possibly giving this one-on-one match to this year's WrestleMania. Yeah, but what's so what's so telling about this whole Tony Storm uh, situation is though, um, the fact that she actually flew herself home, and most most likely we don't know this to be true. Most likely requested her release and was granted it relatively quickly. So Most, what people, we were that's that happened that's how we were told it happens like pe- I, pe- people haven't been like people have asked for releases that have been held to contracts for damn near a year or longer no shit remember when people were asking for releases and got told no mike bennett uh luke harper like those guys yes. <laughs> those are the, yes. those are the first two to come in fact luke harper's contract was changed because of how much time he was out injured right around the inception of AEW and so they extended his contract by the amount of time that he had remaining on it uh, based on how much time he was out. So if he was out for 10 months with the injury, the contract was extended by 10 months because he needed to work that time that he was missing. Sasha Banks asked for her release not very long ago. She And she didn't get it, but i tell you what she right. did get. Another bag. She got another bag and unfortunately she just got injured really badly at a house show in North Carolina. So what what's the what's the status of this injury? Because I know it's a knee thing. It's a I leg the, thing. A uh, leg thing. Yeah, it's a, and, and most likely the lower the lower part of the leg, uh, including the ankle. It was a it was 
it was pretty nasty. Um, I, just from the video that I saw, and it, I haven't seen any diagnoses uh, on what happened, but she was uh, she was, you know, helped out. Um, the only thing I could see, like even on AEW Dynamite this week on January the fifth, uh, Penta L. Penta L. Cero Miedo and Ray Phoenix, the Lucha Brothers, took on um, the Lucha Luchasaurus and Jungle Buck Jack Perry. And at the end of the match, Ray Phoenix took a suplex through a table or a, a slam through a table from Luchasaurus. And on the way down, Ray Phoenix's elbow went backwards in an unnatural position and snapped back like a rubber band. And if you didn't see it in real time, the last, the last thing you want to do is watch it in slow motion. Trust me on that. I made that mistake. It's bad. And the way that his arm <sighs> bent back was the way that Sasha's leg bent back. So who's at fault with that? Which like, one? Is that a Luchasaurus thing with Ray Phoenix? Um, I think is that is that just shitty luck or is it like somebody could have done better? I think the table spot was unnecessary. Um, of course, it's unnecessary and gratuitous. That that's part of the shit that goes on in AEW from time to time. Like it'd be unnecessary shit. Like why are the lights turning off three and four times in one episode? Why? Why do we have both men in a championship match at the first for the, for the curtain jerker bleeding within the first ten minutes? Because they fucking hate each other. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, they they fucking hate each other. Which we'll get to that match in a little bit because the, the episode fucking went in reverse. But there's no real beef between Jurassic Express and fucking the Lucha Bros. Why are there tables and shit involved? Yeah, and I mean, they ain't been they haven't been beefing for months on end. This is their first time wrestling. Yeah, the, the um, Alex Abrahantes, uh, he was the one that brought the table out and then was like scurried away from the ring. Uh, by, Unnecessary. And so there was there was there's no reason for him to bring the table out. If one of the wrestlers in the match brought the table out, that's one thing. But Alex Abrahantes doesn't even get involved in the matches. Why would you set a table up? And why are there tables in the first place? This is not a blood feud. And this I, isn't FTR versus Lucha Bros. I can guarantee you one thing. Going forward, if you ever see a, a, a like a side salto slam from the ring apron, the outside arm will be tucked from either the the person receiving it or from the person that's giving it um which is which is why i was asking like is this a ray phoenix thing or is this a luchasaurus thing i think it's why the fuck are we doing i think I, i think it was dumb luck because of the impact to the table Okay, um, I, I'll live with it. I'll live with that. Yeah, but I think I think it was shit just that a, happened in the first fucking right. Place. That's my thing. I think it was a freak accident, but the, it was totally preventable because it shouldn't have happened in the first fucking place. Um, <sighs> be, best wishes on on recoveries of both of those people, uh, Ray Phoenix and also uh, Sasha Banks. Um, yeah, that yeah. Uh, at any rate, uh, where, where, oh that was all, all that was because of Tony Storm. <laughs> <laughs> Storm chasers. Yeah, so uh, it's, ra- it's raining at this bitch. Yeah, so long story short, it it seems like she was burnt out and and she was granted her release. So ninety days comes, where does she go? Yeah, now before you wherever say that, she wants to. Well, she she made a statement long not long after this, and she said wherever she goes, she hopes to make an impact. Cool. I mean, if impact is the move, then you know more more. More power to impact. They have the a doors open. They have a pretty stack. AEW needs more women. It's so, but I mean, they they could do a talent trade with with uh, with Impact because Impact has a has a nice roster of women right now too. 
I mean, they could and should, but just AEW needs more capable women on their roster. Like some of the, some of this shit just ain't ain't it. And you got to start the same way you did with the men's roster. You started to infuse some talent, and you're starting to see that the 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 programming gets better because you have better people working matches. Same thing with the women. Exact same formula. Now, now here's what's crazy. You say you, they need more women, but we over at least twenty. Because they were able to do a casino all battle 20, royal. Good. That don't mean shit. All twenty of them, <laughs> like, all twenty of them ain't TV ready. Like let's keep it a thigh out. Okay. All twenty people in a casino battle royal are not TV this, ready. This is a fact. Because there's some people that's on TV that ain't TV ready. <laughs> like for real, let's 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 stop lying to one another about what we see just because you make it on television doesn't mean you're supposed to be there or that you're ready to be there so right or wrong true or false these are absolute truths that i'm here to to co-sign we we've spoken to the diversity of having someone like red velvet but we've also seen red velvet do some shit that probably shouldn't be done on television (laughs) like come out looking like a confederate flag Like, like dead ass miss a standing moonsault. <laughs> like, and it's not to make fun of her or anything. It's just to say, look. Ah, uh, that fast. You, I forgot about that. Oh, man. You feel me? Like, <laughs> understand where I'm coming from when I say things like this. It, it's not to poke fun at her. It's not to, to ostracize. It's to say, look, you need a higher skilled group of women and you need more of them you you take your serena deebs and your thunder rosas and your Marte, uh mercedes martinez and and you know whoever, whoever your ruby sohos and and your brit bakers because she's improved but you need a nucleus of women that know what the fuck they're doing if you're going to have all of these women's matches what do you what do you think about doing like a quarterly show on rampage where it's just women's matches i mean because rampage is typically three maybe four matches depending on the, the length of the matches but like you still can showcase them on dynamite but like just have one rampage every quarter that just that focuses on women's matches what would you think about that i think you would do numbers based on the fact that you're promoting a show like that I don't necessarily know if I'm willing to sit through four or five straight women's matches. Because I even thought about the idea of having a women's show, but I don't think that would be viable in the cable environment. Hence why you have things like um, women of wrestling and uh, and glow that are being, you know, over on over the top environments. I think if you did that quarterly, that would be a situation where you would open the forbidden door for that episode. Man, because like, you, man, you need, oh you man, need, you need value. Good you call. Need, you need value. Good call. And uh, and that one that that's a forbidden a, a, a forbidden door situation that can happen with not just New Japan but also with the E. Could now. I mean, you it, it, you want you would want it to. That let's say that. Look, we're 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 not that far from WWE being a a Universal Studios exhibit, so I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> do a whole lot of rushing for a Forbidden Door uh, membership. Man, um, Saturday, January first, New Year's Day. WWE had a pay per view, first pay per view they've ever done on New Year's Day, live from Atlanta, GA. 
The I, I wouldn't call this a pay per view, but sure, go ahead. Well, well this a, a special, a live premium event is what they've been calling them now. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily call the bitch premium either. I'd say it's a, it's a Saturday episode of Raw. You're shooting the messenger. <laughs> uh, the main event was scheduled to be Brock Lesnar versus your tribal chief and head of the table. Have you acknowledged him today, Roman Reigns? <laughs> Shotgun Saturday night live on Peacock. <laughs> Uh, Roman Reigns on Saturday tested positive for COVID-19 was removed from the card Brock Lesnar had no place to go there was a fatal four-way match that featured uh, for the WWE Championship Big E, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens and Bobby Lashley and now became a fatal five-way including Brock Lesnar with the which I totally totally expected something different i figured they would put lesnar in a one-on-one match i would have been totally okay with put taking lashley out of the fatal four-way and and setting that up you know Brock versus bobby obviously i i, I honestly thought i thought lashley was coming out on top with that thing to set up uh, brock versus lashley however your winner and new wwe champion the beast incarnate brock lesnar who calculated the math that said day one minus Roman Reigns equaled Brock Lesnar as WWE champion. Paul Heyman? If it wasn't Paul Heyman, it was Scott Steiner. Steiner math wouldn't come up with this shit. (laughs) Like, literally, Big E was slated to retain. This ain't no shit that we made up. This ain't no shit we speculated. There was a graphic and and from what we've learned, and which this is this is not hard to understand that, that the, the the results are given to the creative team or the design team in advance so that they can have the graphics ready as soon as the match is over. So all of this stuff's been pre-designed. For those of you who work in graphic work, you know this is an imperative to timeliness. If you want something done in real time, you got to give us the shit ahead of time. So, the graphic reads, Big E retains. This was not, this wasn't a, this wasn't a, it didn't go into this saying, okay, we're going to find a way to put the belt on Lesnar. This was like, oh shit, our main event is fucked. We got to do something for shock value, which has backfired more times than I can possibly count. What? Math. What reasoning said just because Roman versus Lesnar won't happen here, we're going to put Lesnar in a fatal five way and he has to win and become champion. Why? And I'm not mad at Lesnar. I understand, you know, the draw of Lesnar, but what was the point? The only way this makes any sense, it has to go with this contract. Like some somebody what the hell does that have to do with anything? Somebody either Nick Connor or Vince McMahon feel that they have to get a return on their investment or 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 make him want to stick around because when there was no crowd, they had no leverage with him. He disappeared. We get uh Brock Hammerstone when he returns this year in front of seventy thousand people. South Dakota Pie May. <laughs> We get we get the uh, the the three hundred pound albino gorilla. Uh, I just don't, I don't understand how this 
how Big E essentially takes an L for for someone else catching COVID. I, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, how is it that some shit happens that do, that Big E is nowhere involved in? There, I mean, unless there's this a long, this big, elaborate, drawn out scheme to to turn New Day heel based off of the events of Day One, which is too smart. It's too smart for their own no. good. Big, New Day has, has said that they don't they wouldn't mind turning heel. If you use this as the catalyst, I'd be a hundred percent for it because this is the material that we're dealing with. Brock Lesnar has ended the <laughs> the world heavyweight championship reign of two members of New Day. <laughs> and it, at this point, it doesn't look like either one of them are ever gonna get a rematch. Oh man. But and that's us. That's us with with pencils in our hands. Like, okay, cool. That means New Day should turn heel at uh, the Royal Rumble, causing Lesnar to lose. <laughs> then Lesnar will probably, you know, assault them on a on an episode of Raw. That'll be like the February shit to get you, you know, to and through Road to WrestleMania. And then, you know. Because Brock's a free agent, he'll just show up on SmackDown and challenge Lesnar. I mean, challenge Reigns. So, nothing else really came out of this pay-per-view besides this. The uh, Fatal Five Way was the best match uh, of the evening. It was. It was by far leaps and bounds. Leaps and bounds better than. What's crazy is you realize the match only lasted like not even nine minutes. We ain't got time. I'm look. We get in, for, get in, here for, get your shit, get the fuck out. Like, we're not we, here for we a here long for time. time. We're here for a good time. That part. I just, I, none of this makes sense. And we're rapidly moving towards a point where it's like, it's just on in the background. The TV, like, the, it doesn't make sense. None of it. So how about this? None of this makes sense. How about this? On Monday night, to double down, they recreate the original Fatal Four Way with mm-hmm. Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, and Big E. Nothing on the line but a title match. shot against Brock Lesnar. Number one contenders match. And your winner and new number one contender, Bobby Lashley. Which, wait, I mean, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So that means we finally get Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar one-on-one for big money since there's a championship involved? I I, I truly think we could have done this at WrestleMania. We could have done this at SummerSlam three years ago. We could have. When, when did when did <laughs> wait? When did Bobby come back? Was it twenty four? Uh, was it twenty seventeen? Uh, just <laughs> the, the tw- this was the whole purpose. This was the entire purpose of bringing back rem- Bobby Lashley. Remember Randy Orton taking the twelve to six elbow? That could have been Bobby Lashley. I guarantee you, it wouldn't have been right. <laughs> we both agree on that. <laughs> you tr- try that twelve to six shit on my Lashley if you want to. Let me like, show you what this Lash- Bellator do, cuz Lashley got real life hands. <laughs> like that's not that's not speculation. We've seen them. He's all. He's also said, "I'm the nicest guy in the world, but I love to fight." Like that's a that is a dangerous combination. <laughs> you 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 fucked up while somebody's smiling at you. <laughs> hey, you okay? Sorry. Pow! Whole life chopping on your ass. Pow! Pow! 
I'll put it like this. Ain't nobody taking advantage of Bobby Lashley. Man. Ain't gonna be none of that shit. Ain't gonna be no taking advantage of nobody. Whatever happens in that that particular matchup is gonna be because everybody agrees to it. Bobby Bobby Lashley is built like eighty uh, like every eighties wrestling action figure known to man ever created. Guy, <laughs> Lashley's built like the guy you draw. <laughs> when you when you try to draw a superhero or draw a professional wrestler, when you start drawing the guy in your head that you you think would be the greatest at everything. All these time, all these years you've been drawing Bobby Lashley, you just had no idea. You had no fucking idea. You were drawing Bobby Lashley. Like look, go look at Bobby Lashley 2005, go look at Bobby Lashley 2022. It's the same person. Long tights. <laughs> Fucking long tights is the only difference. <laughs> oh, so, man. Okay, cool. So, kudos to these bastards for finally giving what we've been asking for. Like, this shit was rocket science. And and they're doing it at my, my admitted favorite pay-per-view. The Royal Rumble is my favorite pay-per-view presented by the people in Stanford and their Supermax efforts. And how this is going to work out, though... I don't know because I know you don't have 30 women. This Royal Rumble is actually taking place on a Saturday. And then your 30 men, it's going to look like back in 97 where they were bringing people in. Yeah, fucking mill maskers just show up. <laughs> hey, at least they ain't or trying like to. Or like 96 fucking Dick Slater. At least they ain't I mean, trying uh, to pull off. Dick Murdoch. At least they ain't trying to pull off the, uh, the, the 40 man shit again. That's impossible. I mean, no, uh, you're gonna have to clear out catering for that shit. <laughs> so, okay, here, here's a here's a real question. You got people out here floating and, and getting to the end of their 90 days, and you got people that just they've expired their 90 days. Do you see do you get any people that come back and work one shot? Like say an, an Adam Shear just uh, on some um, one one type shit? I don't know. Adam Shear's probably Shear's Sheer, aka Braun Strowman, is probably a a bad example, but just some someone just like that. Like, are, so here, okay, yeah. all right. So here's a better question to to ask: If the best possible person that you would have for this scenario would have been Adam Sheer, Adam Sheer, who is of that caliber that's available to make a one off? I don't know if anybody is. Now um, the Eric ROH Red, guys, Eric Redbeard. And he didn't. The last time we saw him on TV, he looked like he had, he hadn't missed a meal. Uh, I mean, so uh, it wasn't like he, it wasn't like he was you know uh, a Mister America. It wasn't like it, it was Chris Masters. <laughs> like he's he's not the guy you draw. He's the guy you draw <laughs> when you're trying to draw an axe murderer. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Like okay, you might see Tommaso Ciampa in the Royal Rumble. Um, That's about the only place for him at this point. I don't think you're gonna you're gonna see Braun Breaker because if you put Braun Breaker in the Royal Rumble, people nah, are gonna be looking around like, oh nah, that, shit, that's just stupid. That's just stupid. He just won the NXT Championship from Tommaso Ciampa this week. It would be stupid to have a champion from NXT in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Who are we dealing with? Like in essence. The, Smithers released the hounds. The NXT, <laughs> in, in, in essence, Brian Breaker could actually be in the main event of WrestleMania. I'm not saying he's going to be, but in reality, he could be as a champion. Um, 
I'm looking at the roster right now uh, just for the women in the Royal Rumble, and I can't even like outside outside of ROH talent, I can't even think of anybody who's available that would that would actually pop pop a number, and even then, like or even you pop a crowd. Need- like, you just need bodies, and you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna reach back for for uh, for legends, and it's you. You have a mixed tag match that has been booked for the Royal Rumble: the Grit Couple versus the It Couple, which uh, God, gee, that's <laughs> that's rough. But that's two women that you don't may or may not have available to be in the Royal Rumble. But they could be still, especially if the match is early enough in the night. It's probably gonna be some people working double duty, and then you know, is Bailey ready to come back, or is that some? There's shit? your surprise. There's your surprise entry into the Royal Rumble is Bailey. So what, that that's your number thirty. Uh, nope, because Oscar's also gonna be your surprise. Oscar's not gonna be thirty. No, I, Bailey Bailey thirty. Oscar somewhere. Oscar like 24, 25, like a number where you actually can see her be in the ring for a while because you haven't seen her in a while. She has and a I, she she has a miss you factor. Beck, Becky's out she's champ Charlotte's out she's champ Sasha's hurt so you don't know if she's gonna be in the Royal Rumble um hopefully she is I think they probably had her pegged and win it um Belair's probably gonna be wrestling Becky Lynch at the Royal Rumble she's also going to be in the, in the Rumble there's no reason why she would not be in the Rumble it's for a chance of the championship and she holds the record for the most eliminations. There's no reason for her not to be in the damn rumble. See Rhea Ripley, uh the hurricane. <laughs> I mean, I'm really I'm really thinking trying to get to, to 30 and it's like uh, Yo, wait a wait a wait a damn minute, bro. I'm sitting here going through this roster, right? Uh-huh. And you know they just got rid of uh Taya Valkyrie, whatever her WWE or her NXT name was. And there's a uh, there's an NXT Frankie was it Frankie Monet? Frankie Monet the dog's name they gave her the dog's name anyway Frankie um Frank Frank Frank, Frank. <laughs> I'm just there, saying they should have licensed it there's someone over in NXT UK last name Valkyrie and I'm like y'all couldn't do this um I think that would be dope if they brought Taya Valkyrie in to, to actually hop in the Royal Rumble she's she's got the size on her like I. She's Some people are just going to say flat out, fuck it. I'm not going back to help you. It's like, just because they're available doesn't mean they're going to go. Like, there's no equity between Stanford and random talent. Yeah, I- I'm, look- I'm looking at all these. Like, it's going to be a hard, hard sell for these women, man. Um, unless there's unless they're some major one-off paydays. Like, you, uh, it's, it's going to be it's gonna be rough like you might be on the verge of either not getting a women's royal rumble or getting a very very subpar version man it looks like they're i'm seeing more talent in nxt for the women than i am on the rank on the main rosters over at raw and smackdown uh lacey evans what do you think Um, chance of of us seeing her back um yeah, that's probably one. That's that's a safe assumption. But I mean, is she ready to come back to full time television though? I mean, she's, it's, with, she, she, she's with she's with new child. Yeah, with yeah with new child. Congratulations, by the way. Um, oh, man, I just I I don't I don't see. Oh, 
and I don't mean this as a slight at all. I really don't see this uh, women's Royal Rumble having 30 women. And if they do, I don't see it being watchable unless you're pulling people from the outside in. If you're doing, if you're not going to do 30 women, what's the point? Well, that's that. We're, we're, we're here together. Um, I just, I don't see it happening. Sonya Deville's going to have to hop in it just for a, for a placeholder. Um, like in my mind, I feel like we can count. We can, we can, may, we may get to twenty ish, but that's if you don't cut anybody else and no one gets hurt. Now, men's legends. Um, who who do we have popping in here? Men's legends. Yeah. Like, cause you can get, uh, you you can get thirty out of the roster right now, but like you you want to get some some kind of like. Um, surprises yeah and, and, you, and well, you, we didn't get any last year and you're pretty much guaranteed to see Randy between 20 and 30 because the pay-per-view is in St. Louis and that's if he's even in the Royal Rumble so what's the odds of Randy being in the final four then um Biggie which he was eliminated by who who did, did McIntyre win it last year or was it the year before last um, McIntyre won the 2020. Okay, so who who won 2021? Um, because this was the last one of the quarantine of the of the Thunderdome era. 2021. Was it Strowman? No, nah. he's never won a Royal Rumble. So was it? It wasn't Seth either. All right, 36. 37 um, Lashley versus McIntyre and then who's the other championship match oh oh um, when it, it ended up being Edge Edge won the Royal Edge Rumble Edge won the Rumble because that's right because that's how he even brought, brought the, the NXT conversation was because of his eyes that's, that's bad like that happened <laughs> You know, not that long ago, and we don't remember what the fuck was going on. Hey, but we remember that's, McIntyre winning it. That's, that's a horrible sign. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a horrible sign. But yes, Edge won, won the 2021 Royal Rumble. Okay. But as far as uh, male surprises, I, again, it's it's. I don't know. I. I uh, no one's leaving AEW. Um, not for that. No. Um, Nick Aldis just re-upped with the NWA. Oh, speaking of NWA, here's news for you. This is for the pencil pushers as well. NWA USA is a new program that's, that's coming on, and they've announced that for the foreseeable future, their weekly television is going back to YouTube for free until the, the, the deal can be worked out with Fight Again. That's actually good news. Cool. And there's a there's a tournament happening right now for the NWA Junior Heavyweight Championship, which um, Homicide's already in the quarterfinals. Actually, actually, I think he's already in the semifinals, which is and they haven't even had the first round done yet. So anyway, I say that. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking. I don't see. I don't see anybody coming back that. Nah, I don't see it. Mm -mm. 
I'm scrolling the alumni section. I don't I don't see it. You don't see anybody coming in, like any uh anybody coming back for it? Nah, because I mean your young your younger your younger crowd or your your younger uh not that not that far away released. I don't see any of them coming back. I don't. Like I might be shocked. People might be in need of a payday. Some people might really want to be in Stanford and they'll take whatever opportunity. But there's been a lot of equity burnt to where it's like <laughs> you have fucked over a lot of people. And they would rather see you drowned than to go back and get a payday. So sad too. So sad. Keith Lee's a hundred percent no. He's already talked about how the WWE has made more money off his name since he's been gone. And it, <laughs> he ain't he ain't going back. It's like you don't have people that you can bring in that people would care about in that situation where it's like, oh, we're gonna bring back legends or surprises. Like, no, all of the good ones are taken. Man. Like, are you gonna be are you gonna be excited if you see fucking David Otunga? <laughs> <laughs> like and, and that's not a slight on him it's just like hey bro you you're not gonna be able to cart out fucking devon dudley for a pop in the royal rumble no one's gonna care especially without bully oh man I, just saying bro like gilberg okay there's one no nah, didn't, didn't he have a stroke or something or a heart attack or something recently well then, uh, we'll wish him wish him the best. And I want to say I, I want to say he had a, some kind of health issue recently to where we would never see him in WWE again. I just I I don't see it. I don't I don't fucking see it. Like I don't even know. Like you released uh, Jeff Hardy, that would have been you know come back work work a one off. But it, I. I don't see it. Like JTG would be the one that would be our pick. Listen, so that would be the one to come back in. But you need to strap a rocket to his back. He can't. Just, he can't just come back just to be JTG or Jay the God. He needs to come back in to be a worthy title competitor. You might want to hang that or up contender. Then. But oh, nah. Kurt Angle. No, Kurt Angle. No, hell no. He's no. A, he says he's down to two ten. He says he's down to two ten. He's in the best shape of his life. Yeah, I'm good. I'm so good. So Kurt Angle in a Kurt Angle <coughs> So Kurt Angle in a Royal Rumble is like, okay, there's your there's your pop. There's your there's your nostalgia pop. You don't have a lot of options. You gotta roll what you got. You gotta play with the hand that you have because this is the hand that you dealt yourself. Man, I'm sitting here looking at uh, Wrestle Kingdom. And you know, Wrestle Kingdom has three nights this year. Three, three nights this year. Uh, makes me think about the CM Punk promo. A four, the four night, <laughs> buy one four, get, get one free extravaganza. <laughs> that's, oh, that's, man. What, that's what WrestleMania is starting to feel like. It's starting to feel like a clearance sale. Now I'm looking at 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 the matches for night three. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine matches that are tag team matches of some sort and two singles matches. Mm. I'm good. 
Uh, just, uh, even 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 like okay, let's go to night two. Six man, six man, six man, three way tag team, uh, exhibition tag team match, four way, six man tag, singles, singles, no DQ match for the IWGP Championship, singles match for IWGP Championship. Ain't no way I'm watching all that. Ain't no way, boy. Ain't no way. Ain't no way, boy. Ain't no way. Like, I'm not gonna do it. I'm just not. <laughs> like, I don't follow the product enough to watch that many multi-person matches. That's it, that shit AEW does, where it's like we got to get everybody on. No, you don't. Give me quality from start to finish. Man. Period. That's all I want. Give me quality from start to finish. I don't care how many people you do this with. I don't care what composition in which you do it with. Just give me quality over quantity. <laughs> there and there it is. There it is right there. Um, we got a few more weeks before uh, we hit the Royal, the Royal Rumble, and it, which in, inherently starts the road to WrestleMania. Um, Saturday night. The reason why it's on Saturday night is because the football season has been extended by extended by an additional week. So there's uh, championship playoff rounds going on. Um, it's going to be most interesting uh, how the NFL pans out, but also even more interesting than that is the fact that they're already exploring alternative sites for Super Bowl for this year due to the COVID nineteen outbreak. One of those locations is also Arlington, Texas, at AT and T Stadium. Don't know if you knew that one or not, but. They are going to test the boundaries of a petri dish. Biggest facts. Because AT&T Stadium is to be quite busy in the uh, first quarter of 2022. As much as I... Super Bowl shit happens? Yeah. As much as I would have loved to go to uh, the stadium, even in the sweet life... I'm good, bro. I'm so super good. Hey, we'll we'll have a nice party. You know what I'm saying? Like, I we'll make sure we we'll, we'll do our due diligence to make sure that uh, people are safe uh, with within proximity. But as far as uh, going into a, a venue where 100,000 people are and 200,000 people will travel to over the course of a few days, nah, solid. Super solid. Nah, we're we're moving more towards Thunderdome area as far as we're concerned. Yeah. We're, we're going back to the Thunderdome. I don't know what you guys are gonna do. Yeah. Um show at brokenpistolbc.com, brokenpistolbc at gmail.com. Um none of that, none of that's changed. So make sure you hit us up and you know, talk that smoke. That's at Broken Pistol BC on all social media platforms. At Broken Pistol BC on what? Everything. Everything. Every damn thing. Every thing. And on that note, I think we're good. Um oh <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got I got one oh. more piece. We we can't we can't end it on anything that's not good. As we're talking about things that could possibly happen in the world of professional wrestling as it relates to uh Ring of Honor talent, we get this from Mark and Jade and Boys, the Briscoes. Hey, 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 all right. Hey, 
Remind me, Chick, what did he say? He said something along the lines of the Briscoes don't even belong in the conversation. Yo, great tag team. Yo, you bald-headed bitch. Let me tell you something, mm. all right? Yo, you the biggest clown in the whole damn circus right now, son. <laughs> Right? Cause you act like you this big rebel, knowing damn well you got your little daddy Tony protecting your way. Uh, Y'all don't uh, want us in that bit. No, 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 no. <laughs> to me, this reminds me of three different states of the human condition. The one being you're barking up the wrong tree, buddy. Number two being you're playing with fire. And number three being you're letting your mouth write checks that you can't cash with your ass. Yo. Can't cash it with your bitch ass. You heard the man. Man, do I really need to remind you who you looking at right now? Huh? Man, hey, I'm going to take you back 15 years. Who was it that really set the wrestling world on fire? 07. Huh? Hey, don't let your bosses try to lie to you. All they did was have a little YouTube show. Who really did this shit? Huh? Hey, hey, what was you doing 15 years ago? What was y'all boys doing? Bitch, I think it was KC McKnight or some shit like that. What was that. you doing, KC? <laughs> huh? Man, you know who you met? You don't know who you messing with, son. I'm trying not to cuss. You don't know who you messing with, boy. Y'all scared? Ain't gonna happen no way. Ain't gonna happen. Y'all don't want us in that bitch, man. The ball is in your courts. Hey, you understand what I'm saying? They don't want us in there. The ball is in hey, your court. All your bosses know damn well what's going to happen. We get in that bitch. And so, we ain't coming in that bitch. Get a paycheck. Shit, we got money. We coming in that bitch to take over. Mm. Damn right. Turn that bitch up. They scared. They scared, man. They scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You, you you gotta love them, man. You gotta love the Briscoes, man. <laughs> I mean, I like when wrestlers fight. We need more of this. Um, and if you didn't know, if, know, if you didn't know who we were talking to, they were talking specifically to Uncle Dax. Not not even mentioning Cash Wheeler, but Dax Harwood Uncle specifically, da- Uncle Dax. Because <laughs> Uncle Dax be out here starting shit. <laughs> Uncle Dax was that's, who you saw at Final Battle. Uncle yes. Dax be out here active yeah. on Twitter. I look, I just want more of Uncle Dax on television doing what I don't understand this whole Are the Young Bucks hurt or are they just like on a on a hiatus? I would like to think that they're doing what Cody should have done, but I, I which, have which, which which is what? fall the fuck back even when they air quotes fall back they don't fall back cause Cody Cody messed around and got a triple double he ended up winning the TNT title for the third time on uh, Sammy Guevara on an episode of Rampage that went completely under the radar and then there's a rematch coming but Cody's playing this heel turn about as well as he can so I get, you, I get you, you mean the, you mean the anti heel turn? <laughs> yeah, like the, the heel turn that isn't really a heel turn, like the 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 I'm gonna slip through the cracks type thing. I want like, no, I'm, is- I'm going I'm going to be the heel, but I'm not turning. <laughs> it's it's a slow burn. He's going to end up there. He's already there. Like the fans have already detested him. Nothing he can no. do. There's nothing no. he can do that can turn them back. 
Now, when he starts playing to it, he's not totally playing into it yet. He's still kind of like, yeah, I'm teasing you type shit. Like, it's almost how they would sort of tease Cena having an attitude every so often and then would never quite pull the trigger. <laughs> it's on that it's on that sort of level. But yeah, just it's it's gonna it's gonna be good when it's done, but how long is it gonna take? It it, it remains to be seen. Oh, and then lastly, lastly, Saturday, January the eighth, Yeva Lord. Yevalot. I say Yevalot. Yevalot. Twenty and twenty-two. Hey Amen. There is a TNT um, Battle of the Belts, which, if you think about the name Clash of Champions, this is like if you it's like designer imposters. If you like Clash of Champions, you'll love Battle of the Belts, and uh, it's a special event on TNT. And I want everybody to just I want everybody to just reserve themselves to like stop trying stop using old concept names. Stop referencing. Gonna, yes, just stop, stop referencing. referencing old stop referencing old content names if you're not gonna put that same energy into the content. If you're not gonna make it special like the the nucleus or like the original DNA that you're stealing from, if you're not gonna put that effort into it. Don't use the name like the Halloween Havoc shit. Don't use the that name if you're gonna put subpar effort into this shit. If you're just gonna put a fucking blow up pumpkin in the in the entranceway, stop this shit. Bunkhouse Stampede, Great American Bash, Hall- Halloween Havoc, Starcade. Those were names that were synonymous with greatness with the NWA and specifically Jim Crocker Promotions. You and can't all been bastardized by somebody, specifically in Stanford. Um. Even war games, for that matter, war games like it's completely changed, and it, and now it'll ne- now it will never be what it was. Triple H did a good job of taking the uh, the cover off of war games and still making it look like a war games, but it will it will never be the same. Now they they know that. Oh, that's we didn't Spe- talk. Speaking of Triple H, we who in the fuck is beefing with him? I don't know, man. We, 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 we forgot the last thing we need to talk about. I keep talking about shit. We forgot to talk about these damn releases. Let me go through this card real quick for Saturday. Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara for the TNT Championship. Britt Baker, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. DMD. D- <laughs> DMD. Uh, versus Rio for the lighters on the dresser. Yes, sir. We got to get paid. Versus Rio for the uh, AEW Women's Championship. And that's Rio. it. It's just those two matches for the Battle of the Belts. Um, it's a one nah, hour. There's got to be some more. It's, it, it's a one hour event. So two matches are going to take up one hour. Yep. That's and, a lofty expectation. And I'm get I'm guessing the main event is going to be Britt Baker versus Rio. Oh no. Which means it's no. probably going to be like a thirty minute match for them. Mm, this is a mistake. Yeah. Um, put put a tag team title match in there somewhere, or have Jade do a squash match. Like, hey, hey you need to you need to add some diversity. It's not a very diverse <laughs> card. That never that never that never. Smithers, card. release the hounds. <laughs> I don't see a champion that looks like me. Let's get these people out here. 
Yo, um, oh shit! Released from That's WWE funny. this week in 2022, we have at the top of the list. You ready for this? Nope. All right. I just I'll hit you where it hurts first. William Regal. So much disrespect. The the figurehead uh, commissioner of NXT. The voice of authority. The the he is the authoritative figure for the black and gold brand, which no a, longer exists. A twenty three year employee of WWE. Out of here. Done. Uh, Road Dog Brian James Armstrong. Out of there. And mind you, he suffered a heart attack March of last year and was back to work a month later. You see what I'm saying? Not to love, not, love, don't love nobody. Not to be excluded, referee Scott Armstrong, his brother. Uh, it's rough. It's been a rough year for the Armstrong family. Performance Center coaches Allison Danger and Ace Steel. Sarah Cummins, who's the vice senior vice president of consumer products. Ranjan Singh who was a former senior vice president of creative and also the former manager of the great Kali. Kali says that's Ranjan Singh. He's gone. Finally, Ryan Katz, who worked on wrestling society X as GQ money and was a creative producer for NXT going back about six years. Gone. George Carroll, NXT writer gone. And here's your latest one. You ready for this one? Okay. Hired on as a consultant about three years ago and helped to cultivate independent brands into the NXT WWE developmental universe. Gabe Sapolsky gone. What's the common denominator between all of these people? There, there's one more piece of talent too but the common denominator with all of these people is that these were all Triple H hires so Triple H goes through a um, what, do, what do we want to describe this as a cardiovascular event Some some form of uh, heart maintenance. That's the word. That's the phrase I'm gonna go. I with. like that. Triple H goes through goes through uh, a procedure for heart maintenance. Has not been back to work in any sort of full time capacity. Um, but they, they his, stole his they stole his, his baby from the uh, from the carriage. Yes, they they have taken they have taken this man's vision of NXT and literally washed it from history they have changed the colors the layout the 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 feel the vibe the wrestling first mentality the uh the essentially essentially nxt was their own it, it was like a high dollar independent and it, it gave a alternative to those who were maybe not so thrilled with weekly television on the air quotes main roster. That does not exist anymore. And now they are carving and chiseling away the people behind the scenes that were contributing to that. Well, not just that. We also have three talents that have also been released. Who they are? 
Hideki Suzuki, aka Hachiman of uh, Diamond Mine. We also saw the release late last year of Oni uh, Oni Lorkin. Now released, Danny Birch. And finally, to the surprise of no one, which is a huge, huge lose, a loss in my opinion, Timothy Thatcher. Uh, it's not a, it's not a good time right now. It's just it's not a good time. It is not, and I, I'm wondering who is green lighting this assault on Triple H's brain trust. Like, so yeah, is some, he on that? Yeah, here, here's my thing. It's all. It's almost as if. I mean, you you will hope to think that you knew better than this, but it's almost as if he's on the road to Jacksonville. I just, I, I nah. I just don't. I don't think he would. You don't think so? But look at what they're doing to everything that he's built. True. I I, I don't like this. What I what I do see maybe happening is he stays after a sale but I, this shit don't make this shit don't make sense it do, it does it, everything points to like this shit ain't finna be what we think it is for very much longer and it, that that seems more like the the end game here like all this air quotes fat is being shaved and everything's being trimmed and we about to get up out of here basically like a fire sale i just but this shit rough yeah you you're having a fire sale as if you're going out of business and these folks oh man i wish we could talk about the other part of that but that no anyway um that, that we'll save that for next week but uh yeah, it's like you're having a fire sale for, for going out of business and don't care that there's no that, that there is other business out there. At the same time, there's only so much of this of these layoffs that can be picked up by other organizations. Like you can't like you you just you just can't build your organization off the backs of those who only work in one place. I mean, you would like to think that you can't do that successfully, but Tony Khan is making that making you think otherwise. Because he seems to be picking up any and everybody without losing anything. Just, I, I don't, I don't understand what the family dynamic has is. And this is this is the holidays, so you would assume that they've spent some time around each other, even in a non wrestling, non business capacity. Like, what is the family dynamic like when Triple H is basically having his the, having the manifestation of his thoughts wiped from history and especially with them being on uh, not having their own network in, in America now just having Peacock that's literally a button click away from all that stuff disappearing right if they decided if they decided fuck the black and gold era for real for real and just said I'm gonna take we're gonna take this programming away 
You could never see that again. It's possible. I don't even understand how they're still having the Dusty Cup. That's what's crazy to me. Because they're cherry picking. You cherry pick the stuff that you want to keep. But this is like, this is 80s bad. <laughs> this is for real. The new the new NXT has been, been 80s bad, like bad bad. Let's see here, Ray Phoenix update. Wow, dislocated elbow. That's it. That's it. That I thought it was. A, I thought Lucky. for sure it was a broken arm. Just a dislocated elbow. Lucky, <laughs> Lucky bastard. I, I, we're clapping to that. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was absolutely Brody. certain he was that he had a broken arm. I mean it looked looked terrible. Yeah, man. Yeah. Good now good. watch now watch it. Watch in three weeks he's gonna do something else stupid. <laughs> he uh, can't help himself. I, I ain't gonna cap with you. He can't help himself. But shit, bro. Man, and on that note, Suave, that, that that's a good note to end it on, man. Uh until next week, man. Take us to the house. Pencil pushers. Heads up. Pencils down. We love you, Seneca. We out this thing.